Welcome to the 5am grind. Our mission is to create content to help you pursue your dreams in entrepreneurship or land that dream career. Tune in every week to get insights on mindset, goal setting, lifestyle, and exclusive interviews from leading entrepreneurs and business leaders across the country. to the 5M grind. Harris, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. What's up with you? It's good. It's good. I th- actually thought for this podcast, we'd start with a bit of a PSA, so public service announcement. <laughs> what is that? That is, uh, well, um, it's been Ramadan, and our uh, publishing schedules have been a bit off. Oh, yeah. So apologies to our viewers and listeners. Um, the schedule has been a little bit off, mm-hmm. right? Because we've been fasting. It's been, yeah. it's been a little tough. It's been a bit... Been a bit rough to juggle everything all everything at, once. at the same yeah. time. We probably should have announced this before going into Ramadan that our you know publishing schedule might be slightly off, but now normal service has resumed. Yeah, and just so that our viewers and listeners know, we usually drop a new episode every Tuesday and every Thursday yeah. at five a.m. Yeah. Right, that's why it's called the five a.m. Yeah. grind. <laughs> so every Tuesday and Thursday at five a.m. When we do have a guest interview, we usually publish just the interview for the week, and it's usually yeah. done on a Tuesday yeah. at 5 a.m., yeah. right? So if you want new episodes or new content from us, it's usually Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 a.m. Yeah. I feel like viewers and listeners need that, you know? Yeah, you, 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 100%, 100%. They need to know when we're and, publishing. And for those viewers who don't, like, I mean, who aren't familiar with uh, Ramadan, it's uh, it's basically in the Islamic faith, you're you're fasting from sunrise to sunset for 30 days. Yeah. Or 29 to 30 days. Uh, and it's like this year, it's uh, how long How long were the fasts? They were... Uh, so it started, what, 540? I mean, yeah. uh, no, not 540. 440. 440. 440 to 840 towards the yeah. end, right? Because the yeah. days get longer as you, you yeah. go through the month. So that um, is 12, 16 hours. 16 hours, 16 yeah. hour fast. So, so and I it's can, a dry fast, so it's not like you can have water or anything like that either. So it's no food, no water for 16 uh, hours every day for 29 to 30 days in a row. Yeah, it's, uh, so, it's pretty hardcore. Yeah. So you fast really long during the summer, and then during the winter, the fast is much shorter. Yeah. I actually uh, had a proposal to all the... Uh, to uh, you know, all the Muslims, yeah. then maybe we should just have the fast consistent from like six a.m. to six p.m. You know, and just even it out the winters. <laughs> anyway, so we're back on track, back on schedule. We yep. should be able to deliver consistent content week on week. Uh, so tune in because we've got a few guest interviews coming up as well. Mm. I'm pretty excited about the guests mm-hmm. we're going to be having on. So it should be pretty good. Yeah, we got we got a lot of uh, content. Yeah, coming up, coming up. So um, we're pretty excited. We hope you are too. All right, so for today's episode, I thought we'd cover an interesting topic, which is your circle of friends. So the company you keep. (laughs) Um, So, you know, a lot of young people struggle with this, making friends at a younger age. Um, And I'd say it's something you struggle with even as an adult, just your social circle, the people you talk to, the people you're close to. And I thought we'd cover the following questions. So we'll ask each other, how many close friends we each have, how important is the company you keep? So that's number two. Number three, have you ever distanced yourself from some friends in the past? Number four, what are some good qualities, what are some good qualities a friend should have? 
And number five, as an adult, do you think it's hard or easy to make new friends? All right. All right. So number one, how many close friends do you have? Is it just me? Is it just, <laughs> just, just how, how many close friends do you have, Harris? Uh, or friends do you consider close? I would say the three or four. Okay. Yeah. Three or four? Yeah. It's definitely. a handful. Yeah. I've, yeah. Three or four is a, is probably a stretch. Yeah. So that I would. It's a like, very small circle. Yeah. But then again, I think those are my only friends too. I don't know if there's a lot of acquaintances i guess that i would have yeah like for my i guess um understanding or my approach to friendship is either i've got your back or and i can give you you know like the time because uh-huh. friendship is not just about like oh on board let's go hang out yeah um i feel like it's it's a meaningful relationship meaningful relationship means that you need to devote time to it like anything else yep and uh, you need to be able to give it what it's uh, what it's doing and you, you you benefit from it as well but then the person that you're with also has to be you know understanding that same sense and there's just you're kind of traversing through life together so i you can't have a lot of friends at least in my i can't if i yeah. want to you know really a lot of meaning into them so I, I feel like i have three or four what about you yeah no it's the same i'd say the adage of uh, quality over quantity applies yeah. to, to yeah. this quite a bit yeah. because again it's about the quality of relationships you have as opposed to just the number of friends you have yeah. like a lot of people even on facebook or social media they have thousands of followers but then if you speak to them they're quite lonely and depressed and have anxiety yeah. and all this stuff because a lot of those friends aren't very real. There isn't someone they can really talk to about their problems or yeah. the issues they face w- in life. They're not very close I, I, to I don't, anybody. You know, like, I find, like, even with a three or four, I think I'm very close to them. Yeah. In that, like, like for example, you and I, I feel yeah. like we're very close. Yeah. We know each other's families. We know mm-hmm. what we're doing. We know what our goals are. We know what our temperaments are, you know. Correct. We can hold each other down in different ways. So there's that. I feel like a lot of people don't have that. I feel like a lot of uh, individuals that I kind of see, um, they may be hanging out with people, yep. but they don't know the people that they're hanging out with. They're trying to leave a certain type of impression on all of that. I don't consider that to be close. I don't consider like just hanging out all the time to be close. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's like I could see you once a year, you know, but I'd still be close to you because I know you. You get what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I see you every day, it doesn't make me close to you because... Uh, if that was the case, then you'd be closest to your boss, right? He'll be your best yeah, friend. yeah, yeah. No, agreed, agreed, so, agreed. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I was just—I just wanted to just, uh, yeah, put that no, up. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, makes sense, makes sense. So then, let's go to number two. How important is the company you keep? And I'll start this with a couple of quotes. Yeah. Why don't I start yeah. this, and then yeah. you can give me your thoughts? So, how important is the company you keep? We've always been told the company you keep is very important, and I'll give a couple of quotes. Now, the first one is. Tell me who you walk with and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. So like basically the, yeah. the people that you are around with really are a reflection of who you are. Yeah. And number two, this one is a little bit harsh, but it says when you walk with trash, you smell the same. <laughs> you end up smelling the same. Yeah. No, but here, here's my thing though. When you're walking with trash, yeah. right? And, and, and so in that, I guess you end up smelling the same, but you're still kind of differentiating between the trash and yourself, right? Right, yeah. I would say... 
the friends you keep is a reflection of who you are yourself. So right, right. it's not like that you're smelling like trash, you are trash. <laughs> if you're trash. So you mean you if you you are trash, you'd attract trashy people. Yeah. It's it's saying? like it's like that's who you are. Like I, I, I if you show me a, a person's friends, I'll show you who they are. I'll tell yeah. you who they are. Yeah, yeah. Right? Correct. The kind of person they they are. Because they have to put up with that stuff, right? Yeah. Not put up, they have to enjoy it. Friends are something that you can leave. It's not like family, right? Mm-hmm. Like family you're kinda of stuck with, right? You can argue some people say you could drop it if you want but yeah. um, for the most part your brothers and sisters you can't get more like blood brothers and sisters you don't choose those yeah but friends you can you can go yeah. in and out whatever so now because you have that option and you don't have that optionality in much things in life it's not mm-hmm. like you can get up and pick a new job the day you want to yeah right um, so with friends it's the same it's, it's y- there's an optionality to it and so it really d- um shows up in an individual's discretion when you see the type of friends that they have. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, could you give me an example, or maybe I'll come up with an example, mm. where the company you keep really influences you in a bad way? Like, we know the common example, which is in high school, we have peer pressure, people make you want to do drugs, etc. Yeah. But we're all about, you know, self-development, career pers- uh, career pursuits and entrepreneurship, uh, like pursuing yeah. your goals in entrepreneurship. Um, would you say there are some friends that sometimes take you away from that? Yeah, definitely. I think for most people. Yeah. Uh, not for most people. I'd say if you are ambitious. Yeah. Um, and and you want to get ahead in whether it's in your career, or your business, whatever it is. I feel like a lot of people will gather around friends who will be like, "Oh, we're doing well. You're doing well." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And let's just you know be happy. And uh, almost uh, pretentious about it. Yeah. Right? And there's nothing wrong with being happy, but when it comes to a point where you're kind of in that bubble, um, validating one another, and you're not pushing one another. Yeah. That's that's horrible for you. That's like the worst thing. That you're can validating happen. each other the yeah. whole time. Yeah. You're only validating, right? Like, like yes, it's not friends. like validating anything. Yeah. It's not like validate. There's anything wrong with validating, right? Because sometimes, like me and you, will ask advice from one another and we're trying to figure out what the other person thinks and to some extent we do need validation because it's like okay is this right right but at the same time it's much more meaningful knowing that if you don't like something you'll tell me you'll be like okay no i don't think this idea is good because of a b and c yeah you get what i yeah, mean yeah, 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 um yeah. and so and then i also on the other end is like friends who are like yo i just say it as it is and they're disrespectful i think there should always be respect and etiquette yeah when communicating amongst friends right yeah it's not like, oh, I'm just like who I am and I just say it as it is. Well, you can say it as it is in a respectful way, right? But at the same time, say it as well. You get what I mean? Those are two opposite spectrums. Yeah. So you need to be in a, a friendship or relationship with someone that is, can validate, but they push and they're respectful. There's a lot of kind of, I guess, it's not a simple answer, but that- there's a lot of things that are involved in a strong friendship. Yeah. Whereas with like, um, when you have like toxic Friendships, either they're beating you up mm-hmm. um, or they're like, oh, it's, there's always underhanded stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but even if that's not there and you're just validating yourself and you are not trying to improve one another, yeah. I, still, I think that's still like same thing. It's like it's not far from being toxic. Yeah. It's not really pushing you to grow to be a better person. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. I'd say I think the whole thing about friendship is, and I know this is not going to sound very politically correct, but there, there's the whole thing about even people who are overweight. They tend to be, if they're overweight, their friends are overweight. They're more likely to stay overweight instead yeah. of losing that weight. 
Um, it's very similar yeah. to that. Like you are very much a reflection of the company you keep. If you have friends who are lazy, it's yeah. quite likely that some of that will spill over onto you. It's yeah. inevitable. If yeah. you spend that much time with that person, they'll rub off on you a little yeah. bit. We're all human beings. At the end of the day, we're trying to assimilate, trying to get to know each other, trying to you know, become, yeah. um, sort of have the same vibe as yeah. the same person we're talking to. So it's natural that you will adopt some of their qualities. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing I'd say about the company you keep is it's something you touched on and you said um, just about the validation and the way people speak to you, etc. The one thing that I sometimes look at is just this whole thing about envy and jealousy. Right. It's like uh, I have a quote here by Imam Ali Salam, and he says, if a friend envies you, then he's not a true friend. And this is really about. Let's take an example. You are a billionaire. Let's say you made your first billion, mm. okay? Um, sometimes I have two, I get two thoughts. Number one, I could be jealous. Or number two, and this is the thought I've sort of taken as an adult. It's like, if you, Horace made a billion, I'd want you to make your next billion. Yeah. Like, I want to see you succeed yeah. as opposed to me being that friend who's jealous about it, yeah. which I think is terrible. It's a terrible attitude yeah. to have because I'll tell you what, between friends, it tends to be like this sometimes where you're a billionaire and then people are like your, some of your friends go, well, why is he a billionaire? They're like, what did he do? I'm jealous. But then they see another billionaire in society and they're like, oh, it's okay for them to have money, but I'm <laughs> jealous of the money that my friend has. It's like, dude, so that stranger can make a billion, but when your friend does it, it's yeah. wrong and you're jealous of him, yeah. right? Like, why is that a problem? And I guess it's because how human beings are. Because I know you and you're a billionaire, I'm automatically jealous of you, yeah. but I'm not jealous of that stranger yeah. who has a billion dollars. And it's it more like, it's more like I knew him. I could have been in this position too, almost, right? Like I was there. Right, right, right. right like yeah. I, I saw this person from nowhere to somewhere and I could have been there as well. And why not me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you become jealous. Yeah. Jealous. But also, dude, I think jealousy, like, so in the West, yeah, in the Western tradition, like jealousy, there's predominantly just one definition, right? But right. if you go to Eastern cultures, there's more than one definition. There's more than one types of jealousy. Yeah. So in the West, there's jealousy where you have something, I want it, and I don't want you to have it, right? Yeah. But in Eastern cultures, there's a jealousy where you have something, I want it, but it doesn't mean that I don't want you to have it. I right. want you to have it, but I want myself to have it too. That's the type of jealousy, yeah, right? Yeah. I yeah. think there's nothing wrong with that type of jealousy as long as you're not kind of wishing harm on somebody else mm -hmm. or to take away from somebody else. Yeah. Um, if you want something that somebody else has, yeah, you should have no, it and then go get it. And I think it's totally fine. That that yeah. That type of thing is totally fine. But I should be like, look, because the world is big enough for you to be a billionaire and for me to be, you yeah. know, half as successful. Yeah. <laughs> right? no, it's big no. enough. There is enough opportunity yeah. such that I don't, it's like a lot of people assume that, oh, if you're successful and I'm not, it's a zero sum game. Because yeah. it can only be either you or I. Yeah. It can't be both of us. Yeah. And it can be both of you. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. So I could say, hey, Horace, you have a lot of success. I wish you more success, but hopefully I can have some of what you have, but not taking it away from you by pursuing mm. it myself. Yeah. No, I, uh, but the, also the vanity also, I feel like within all this uh, context is nobody's really jealous over somebody else's character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's where we should be moving towards. It's always the materialistic yeah, it's, stuff. It's more like, oh, he's got a lot of money and whatever. Well, that really means nothing. Like if you're a person like if you see somebody who's like really charitable and all of that that's the kind of stuff maybe you'd want to be 
jealous of in that you want to do it yourself without taking it away from the other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's the type of, or like somebody who's just really well read, intelligent, well spoken, all these attributes, right. That make you like a human being. Like those are things that like really make you a person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Those things are the ones that people should be competing for. I definitely think that there should be a type of jealousy where you'd want it without the other person not having it. Yeah. Right? Like you'd want them to have it and for yourself to have it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Totally true. I guess, uh, So good points. Number three, question number three was, have you ever distanced yourself <laughs> from friends in the past? I think, uh, have you ever done that? <laughs> Me? I don't know. No, I, I, I you know what? Um, And maybe I wouldn't say distanced. They just, you just, uh, you just don't talk. You sometimes just, you know, you have nothing in common anymore. You yeah. just don't associate with the same yeah. things, have different interests. So you yeah. just uh, kind of lose touch with people. That's all it is. I don't think you, you, Have you ever purposely distanced yourself? I don't do that. You know, people just fall in and out of your life. Sometimes you just kind of lose touch. You yeah. don't have a lot of interests yeah. or common points. Um, But I mean, the reason you you'd fall out. out of touch is because, like for me, for example, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my, the trajectory of my, you know, like Okay, life. here we go, trajectory. <laughs> yeah. So like when you're in like high school and stuff, undergrad, right? Yeah. You're in these uh, experiences in your life where you're just trying to like, Um, you're just meeting a lot of people, right? You're trying to get approval. Yeah. You're, right? you're just, you you're approval, just want to be liked. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also in, I would say, hyper-social situations that you're not going to be in again, right? So if you're going in undergrad, you're taking classes, right? And there's like 100,000 people, right? You're not going to... And, and, and you're only there for an hour and, and then you're learning together. There's a reason for you to collaborate with other people. And there's a lot of free time in and around these times that you're kind of all committed to, right? that kind of is conducive to making friendships and you'll be making friends. You'll be friends with a lot of people. Right. Um, and at that time in life, you don't have a lot of other responsibilities. Right. Right. You're only going there, but as you get older, a your responsibilities go up. So you're, you're spending time in places where you, you are, you're owing time. So for example, your family, you have work, you have all these other um, responsibilities that you have to be focused in on. Um, but at the same time, when you're younger, your experiences are different, but they're not as different and not as pronounced as you get on later in life. Mm-hmm. So as you get later on in life, you're like, all right, well, you do have to reevaluate and there's nothing wrong with saying, all right, these group of people yeah. are not where my values are. It's not where I see my life headed and I can't really relate to them. So I don't know if it's it's not doing serving justice either one of us yeah. to continue being friends or you know being in touch not that I'm not like I'm going to go hate on people or, yeah. or or whatever you know <clears throat> what I mean um but that's just a natural kind of progression mm-hmm. and then as you get on later on in life you stick with the people who you know there's more common values yeah yeah do you think that's because the stakes get bigger as you grow older is that why So you lose touch with some people? I feel like the stakes are higher when you're younger because you have so much more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like one, like uh, it's, if you hang out with one group versus another group, it could completely change the trajectory of, for example, your career, of your personal life, of anything. Right, right. right. It certainly does. I, I just feel like later on, it's, it's the relatability aspect that goes away. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people that I can no longer relate to um, now 
that I could have related to at a younger age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we probably, if we're an undergrad, we're all talking and whatever. We're all experiencing the same thing. I mean, trying to understand the same stuff. It's fine. But now, 10, 15 years later, the experiences that have kind of, we've had since then, mm-hmm. like there's a, a valley between me and individuals that I would have been perfectly fine speaking to. What about you? Yeah. No, I agree. I, you know, as you were saying this, I was thinking about why you and I and a few of my other friends have stayed in touch. And a lot of my really close friends, come to think of it, um, have been with me since either high school or university. So yeah. it's been a long time. Um, and why have I stayed in touch with them? I don't know. It's hard to say. But I would say it comes down to it's a little bit intangible in that we have the same values. We have the same outlook mm. on life. We just vibe. We have the same mm. goals and drive, etc. And uh, that's the people, I don't know, that I've sort of gravitated towards. Yeah. Um, have I lost touch with some other people? Yeah. Like we just had different ways of looking at life and different um, – we just wanted to go to different places in our lives. I yeah. wanted to go in a certain direction. They wanted to go somewhere else. So we sort of lost touch. And I, it's not that I consider yeah. those people to be bad or yeah. whatever it is, insulting, stupid, whatever. No, it's just – they have a different outlook on life and a trajectory, trajectory, and I have mine. So it is a bit different. Yeah, and that's all it is. And it's, it's about, and it won't do anyone uh, of you justice by hanging out with one. Another. It's like building a house, right? Yeah. When you're like younger, you don't need that many things, mm-hmm. right? Like you're just trying to figure stuff out. You could live in a room or whatever, and that's yeah. it. And there's a lot of people willing to live in just one room. But then as you get older, right? depending on your profession, depending on who you marry, depending mm-hmm. on your family, depending on your kids, depending on your friends, yeah. your house requires different rooms with different things in it, right? And it's not going to be similar to a lot of the people you're you're dealing with, and you don't necessarily need to be the closest of friends. Now, if you do find commonalities between other people, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But the close, like the tight friends that you have, your like confidants, I guess mm-hmm. there's a lot of overlap, which is why like they can empathize with you and really help you get to wherever you're going. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Um, so I'd say, uh, let's move on to number four, the fourth question, because I wanted to cover this one, which I think is, it's a pretty good question. What are some good qualities a friend should have? And I guess I can go first on this one. I'll start with a quote again. And it says that, uh, it's a quote by, um, uh, by Imam Ali alayhi salam as well. And it says, a friend cannot be considered a friend until he is tested on three occasions. Number one, in time of need, behind your back, number two, and number three, after your death. And I really like the behind your back one because a true friend to me means even if you're not there, behind your back, they're singing your praises. Not singing your praises, but you know, they're not bad-mouthing you or trying to bring you down. And if someone in a room says something bad about you, they're there to be like, no, this person is not like this. I know them. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a big, big, big quality. No, no, 100%. What what, what other qualities do you think are are some good qualities to have? I mean, that's pretty succinct. um, Because, yeah, because like, it's like... uh, between those three examples, you can derive different uh, qualities from, but you could find them in all those three examples Correct. that you stated. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. like for example, loyalty, time of need, when like yeah. lo- or behind your back, right? Like that's huge. Loyalty, sincerity, right? Honesty, all those things where, um, and, and what really makes a good friend is somebody who is self-aware, 
Yeah. All right. Who understands them. And then when they're interacting with you, they have that understanding of themselves as they speak to you. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, like for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. if you're doing something and I'm not a big fan of it, right? Yeah. Let's say hypothetically speaking. Right. Now it's not, it's not my job necessarily not to say anything. Right. But it's also not my job to say something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's trying to understand who you are, where you're going and then understanding myself to see how I could be biased in that. And then explaining something. Does that make sense? Right. Like, right. There's a yeah. lot of factors in moving parts in there. Yeah. But it's really like a good friend is a person who understands themselves and you so that when they're get, when they're having a conversation with you, they speak accordingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'd say uh, a couple of things here, like good qualities of friends that, you know, I have like yourself and other yeah. people that I'm really close to. So two things. Number one is I hate those friends that, you know, sometimes I'll say like, I have a goal. I'll be like, I want to make a million dollars of this. Yes. I want to be around those friends that tell me, like if someone tells me, if a friend tells me, um, no, you can't make that million dollars. Like that usually like <laughs> pisses me off because never, and I don't do this to my friends either. If you tell me Horace tomorrow that you want to have a 50 person law firm, I'd be like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I, it shouldn't be my place to ever tell you, Hey, calm down your ambition or to tell you, yeah. I don't think you can do it. Because yeah, you know yeah. what? I hate it when actually yeah. really motivates me. When someone says, Ali, you can't do this. I'm like, wow, <laughs> buddy, you just gave me a reason to prove yeah. you wrong. And I'm not going to rest until I prove you wrong. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely like one quality that is yeah. good to have. It's those friends that don't doubt you. If you yeah. say, I'm going to conquer half the world, they're like, oh, it seems ambitious. But yeah, go for it. Yeah. Like, do it. Yeah. Do it. They should be able to encourage you. Um, so that's one. The other quality you have, and I guess this is kind of the other side of the coin, but it should be played um, very carefully. And this is that uh, you don't want to be around people that make you comfortable, that are comfortable to be with, right? You want to be around friends that sort of level you up, right? So for example, if I record this podcast episode, for example, and it's crappy, the best thing a true friend can do for me, in my opinion, is to tell me how I can genuinely improve it. Yeah. As opposed to saying, no, 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 it's good. It's good when it's actually crappy. If you don't like it and you yeah. say it's good, you're doing a disservice to me, right? Or the other side, which some people take, which is they become overly critical. And they're like, whoa, dude, like relax, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It's a fine balance between yeah. giving constructive criticism, being overly critical, or not giving any helpful yeah. advice at all. Um, so, yeah, and it's, it's more like, uh, again, I would... Draw it, bring it back to they know you enough to say okay well i know ali ali wants to get here yeah point b he's yeah. at point a right now i'm not gonna say he can't get there nor am i going to like constructively criticize the heck out of whatever he's doing it's more like i'm helping him take the next step to get to point b correct he's not gonna get to point b right away but i'm gonna help him take the next step what's the next improvement he can do to get to point B. Once he's done with that, then we'll, we'll think about the next step and the next step, right? So I think friends are definitely, and you know what the funny thing is, is yeah. um, now that I'm thinking about it, um, either one of us hasn't spoken about friends being a good time. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, uh, to a lot of people, like, oh, friends or something, I have a good, a good time with and having fun. Yeah. And I feel like as much as that's right, I only have a fun time or a good time with friends who are constructively, you know, criticizing the work that I'm doing 
and helping me grow as a person because that's what's gratifying. Yeah, yeah. And if you're with friends that are like, you know, just you're having a good time, you're going to be like, you know, it's in the long term, I feel like it definitely is not good because it's not helping you grow as a person. I agree. It's not a recreational thing. Like yeah. my relationship with you, <laughs> it's like I'm here because you're you're helping me improve my career and my life. Yeah, and like, same thing. You're helping me okay, push yeah. forward. Yeah. Because let's be honest, life can be pretty tough sometimes yeah. and it's a pretty lonely yeah. road. Yeah. And having a friend who's there by your side, who you can bounce ideas off of, who can help you um, grow as yeah. an individual, as a person, help you grow your business, push you forward, show you the opportunity, give you clarity of thought. Dude, all that stuff yeah. is really important. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, someone who's just there to give you a good time. Like, it's not a stress yeah. relief, man. Or like, you're just like, you feel like good about yourself yeah. by talking to them because, oh my God. Oh, they're approving of everything yeah. I do and blah, or, blah, or blah. Or like, they're like, yeah, or like, they're like, have a really nice job and now I'm friends with them. So now I feel like I'm in, in this group or what? It's like dumb, man. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and I find like a lot of people don't. That's like high school, and a lot of people don't get out of that high school mentality. Yeah, they don't get out of it. Yeah, they're just yeah. like stuck in that, like you know, like oh my god. So in order for you to grow, you got to be around people who are have that same kind of mission, and they can help you achieve the same thing in a respectful, caring, loyal, sincere manner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had two other questions. Um, number one, do you think this whole mentality, because a lot of people say, uh, like I listen to some other self-development podcasts, and what they say is sometimes when you become reach a certain level of success, um, some people change their friends. Do you believe in that stuff? Like some people, they're like, because my yeah, old group I, of friends is kind of like, they don't I understand. Do yeah, I do believe in that. Because you can't understand. People are going to have a different outlook when you're at different Right. Put stages in your life. Okay, so if you become a billionaire, you'll stop talking. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's more like it's more like it's a mental like difference. Like right. when you're like, it's the same thing, dude. Like, are you going to be hanging out with people who are content with whatever job they're at? And yeah, fine. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that, right? But you would tend to gravitate towards people who are trying to struggle to get ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it does. Yeah, it kind of changes your perspective. Yeah. And th that's not to say, like, for example, if I would have been if i'm successful or if you're successful i think we'd still talk because yeah. like uh a relationship is is not about that it's kind of separated from it yeah. do you know what i mean and some successful still have very friends who are very in a different socioeconomic class and they still keep in touch but that's because it's beyond just that right like that person is pushing you not in the pursuit of material things but just in the pursuit of your career your development in your yeah. life all yeah. that stuff okay all right, so any parting thoughts on just friendship and things like that, relationship, all that stuff? Yeah. Uh, before you get out and figure out who your best friends are um, or reevaluate the relationships that you have, uh, look into yourself and figure out, like, what you want in life. Yeah. And then that's a good starting point to figure out the kind of type of people that you want. Um, and, yeah, and then really understand that strong relationships, relationships that are meaningful, are relationships – where you're honest with one another, but respectful at the same time. Yeah. I'd say along the same lines, the friends, the company you keep is really important. They definitely rub off on you. Mm. Um, if you have friends that don't support you in your growth, that don't support you in your life, they're always naysayers or just on the opposite side. They're just yes men. You know, they always tell you yes about whatever it mm. is that you're doing. Then maybe it's time to reevaluate your social circle. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean you cut these people off or these people are bad. 
But maybe you want to consider, you know, expanding your social circle to have people in that circle who support your growth, your career, your trajectory in life, and help you become a better human being. Mm. All right? All right, we'll leave it there. We'll see you guys on the next one. Okay.